Join with me for the next few minutes as I leave with you a message that the Lord has laid in my heart. My thumbnail this afternoon is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 29. The first part of the text reads, But this I say, brethren, the time is short. I would like you to think of those words, the time is short. Are you aware that it's time for you to be saved? The Bible says, Behold, now is the accepted time, now is the day of salvation. The scripture teaches us, boast not thyself of tomorrow, for no man knoweth what a day may bring forth. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. The scripture exhorts us today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. You see, the only time that you are sure of is the here and now. And I would urge you in the name of Jesus Christ to recognize your sin, to repent of it, and receive Christ as Lord and Saviour. You can be saved from sin's penalty, which is death. You can be saved from sin's power. The hymn writer said he breaks the power of cancel sin. He sets the prisoner free. His blood can make the foulest clean. His blood avails for me. You can be saved from sin's pleasure. Do you know that the Lord Jesus can give you a new heart? He can take out the heart that loves sin, the heart that leans towards sin, and he can give you a heart of flesh a heart that hates and loves sin, and like the psalmist, is made truly sorry for sin and repudiates it and repents of it. You can be saved one day from sin's very presence and have the assurance that David had. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. If time is short, and it is, it's time for you to be saved. Be saved today. Can I urge you, if you are saved, it's also time to serve God. You see, it's very important that we realise that we have only one life. It'll soon be passed. And only what's done for the Lord Jesus Christ will last. It's only what's done for the Lord Jesus Christ will stand the test of the great eternity. I want to ask you, what are you doing for God? Are you living for the Lord? Are you trying to serve him where you are? You in your little corner and I in mine. I would urge you to do something for God. He has given you gifts and you can use those gifts in whatever capacity they are given to you in. And you can use those gifts for the glory of God. It may be the gift of help, encouragement. It could be the gift of singing. It could be the gift of administration. But whatever your gift is, use that. Even the gift of friendship for the glory of God. Could I urge you, if you are a Christian, it's also time to supplicate the throne of God. Are you aware that it's a sin not to pray? Wasn't it Samuel said, God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you. And one of the great sins of the professing Christian church is the forgetfulness of prayer. The desire not to pray is very real and pertinent in the life of many of God's professing children. And I want to know why. 
Because if you're born of the Spirit, then one of the things that the Holy Spirit will lead us to do is to cry, Abba, Father. It's the Holy Spirit that enables us and helps us to pray, overcoming our ignorance and overcoming our infirmity. And I would urge you to seek the face of God. I would ask you to get down on your knees and cry unto God, help me to seek thy face. Give me a heart and a burden to give myself unto prayer. I would urge you to have a daily quiet time to engage in private prayer in your home or bedroom or wherever you can find time to get alone with God. And I would urge you to go to the public prayer meetings of your church and go and encourage the other saints, encourage the pastor. I would urge you to go with the thought that you're going to ask God for something. You're going to pray. I remember the first prayer I ever uttered as a young man, having been in a prayer meeting with 12 other ladies. And I was the youngest person there. In fact, I was the only man in the prayer meeting. And one of the old saints nudged me and said, you pray. I remember saying, but I can't pray. She replied, but you're saved. You can say, thank you, God, for saving me. And that's exactly what I did in those prayer meetings. I just bowed my head, palms sweating, rushed voice and cried out, thank you, Lord, for saving me. And glory to God, everybody was rejoicing that I had taken part in prayer. It's not only time to be saved and time to serve and time to supplicate, but you know that it's time to be sanctified. I would urge you to keep short accounts with God. I would urge you to sanctify yourself every day. Think about your sin, your words, your thoughts, your deeds, and ask yourself, am I doing this under the eye of God? Am I doing this for the glory of God? And if what we're saying or doing or thinking is unclean and impure, let's repudiate it. Let's turn away from it. Let's confess it to God. Let's remember that the Bible says if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You can confess your sins to God and he will grant you forgiveness on the ground of the shed blood. And it's very important that we keep close to the Lord. It's very important that we keep short accounts with him. It's very important that we know the joy of daily forgiveness. And I would urge you as well to remember that it's time to stand. We need young men and young women to stand for God. We need young men and young women to obey the scriptural junction to stand fast in the Lord. These are evil times. These are wicked days. These are times when many are turning away from the Lord turning their back on the great truths of the gospel, no longer uh, looking to the living and the true God and his son Jesus Christ, the only saviour of sinners, no longer believing the Bible to be infallible and inerrant and, and a clear, sufficient word of God uh, for life today. But I would urge you to take a stand for the old paths and the old truths wherein dwelleth righteousness. If time is short, then I would ask you to remember, I would call upon you, it's time to be saved, it's time to serve, time to supplicate, time to sanctify yourselves, but it's also time to stand for God. Will you stand for God? Will you stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ has made you free? Will you stand and say, even in a spiritual sense, no surrender to the wickedness of this world, the ways of the devil, even to the lust of indwelling sin, and that you will cleave yourself, even like Joshua, who said, As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. God bless you, and thank you for listening this afternoon. <music>